we are legends. Welcome to We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast of DC Legends Mobile. I am Slow Beast. With me, as always, is Hate Mail. In this episode, we will discuss the latest news, break down Robin and Mirror Master with a special guest, Seth Oman. And finally, we have an interview with Ogre Barbarian on his recent visit to DC Legend headquarters. Breaking We're very light on the news front this week. Forgot to mention our last episode, we have. On our share drive available is Hate Mail's Legendary Order Master Guide. Yeah, I'll include these in all the um, show notes. So if you're looking for that link, and we'll also have the link to our Gear Farming Master Guide that had gotten deleted. This is my preferred Legendary Order for every character in the game. Some people may disagree with me, just to put that out there. But for the most part, these are the tend to be the most popular builds. I'll include those, and then if I deviate greatly, I'll have notes as to why. I'm also adding links to insight and discussions that are made by other players. Sometimes these agree with me, sometimes they don't, but you can kind of get other people's thoughts on that as well. And I'm going to do my best to keep this updated at all times, so that will be a, a quick stop if you're not sure about a character and you want to get some ideas on what order you want to go with. All right, and we did have some sales to talk about. It's probably some of the best sales we've ever seen in the game. Uh, and there was quite a bit of them. What uh, what sale really jumped out at you in particular, Hate? Uh, these sales were super good. I hope if you were planning on buying anything in this game that you took advantage of these sales because not only were they fantastic for just the gem per cost, they were as good as, if not better than, in some cases, two-for-one deals, the old-school two-for-one deals. But you also, on top of getting the shards, you also get, they added these little goodies for each one, which was fantastic. Um, the $30, $29.99 sale for Steppenwolf, that came with 10,000 gems plus 10,000 Legendary Essence, which is much better than usual, because you figure you normally spend $50 for roughly the same amount of gems, but you also get all the Legendary Essence and 150 Hero Shags of Steppenwolf, who is an awesome character. Um, every one of these were good. The Superman one, which for $9.99 you get 5,000 gems, and for $9.99 I think you get like 2400 is that right slow uh superman was 5000 gems and 50 oh you get 20 well no i'm saying for essence gems for 999 you usually only get 2200 oh oh i i up. see the normal sale yeah so you're getting 50000 and a normal essence you're getting 5, deal or 5000 gems and 50000 essence 500000 no, essence 500000 essence you're right yeah, so that's actually, I mean, and 50 frags of Superman. So you're getting over double the amount of gems for the same cost. Plus you're getting all the essence and you're getting the shards. That's that's a heck of a deal. Yeah, and the, normal, with, the normal conversion is 200 gems gives you 30,000 essence and 2,000 gems gives you 500,000 essence. Yeah, so quite a, quite a good price point. Um, the Wonder Woman DOJ one I thought was really good because you get 10 life energy materials. Yeah. So those those are pretty rare. Um, with the other one, they had Aquamoa, you get 300 energy, which is quite a bit of energy. Um, they had another one with Flash that gave you 50 speed force, which isn't as attractive, but still pretty nice. Then th I really like this one with Cyborg, 25 willpower, 15 blue hope, 10 rage. That's pretty good. And 5,000 gems. That's, I mean, for 10 bucks. 
And then same thing with Batman TDK, you get 30 arena energy. <laughs> I forgot mm. about that, and I bought it right before bed, and I had to burn it all up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we had some very rare characters show back up. We got Katana shards showing up in the game. Yeah, Katana I broke on. I normally won't buy shards, but she's so rare, and I've been wanting to at least get her to Legendary 3 for a long time, and I only needed one pack to do it. And I actually had a good pull for a change, so I was pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. That hundred shards for five thousand for John Stewart Green Lantern. You don't see that every day. That's quite good. And then also the Princess of Thermoskesia. <laughs> I like how you four, do it different every time. Uh, four thousand gems for fifty to ninety hero shards. It's not a not a terrible one. Yeah. So. And then just today we had the Cupid's arrow. Which that that's pretty good actually if you need either of the arrows. I do not need any more of the. EAGA. Yeah, but 100 shards, 50 of each for 4K. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, a really I mean, good deal for a newer player. I mean, yeah, I would still wouldn't rececommend buying character shards, but if you're if you're, the, if you're kind of a medium player and you missed out on them and you really want that, those characters, um, they're a lot better price points than normal. So they've really stepped up their game in these sales the past couple of days. So I've been pretty happy with what I've been seeing. I like I like how this these work. You get different types of uh, you know. I may not want any cyborg shards necessarily, but uh, I get a good pack with them. Maybe I'm interested in buying it. I mean, that's that's a good way for them to sweeten the deal. And I oh, I, those are fantastic. I, yeah, I, I hope I, that I we see need, a lot more of those. I didn't need any shards from any of them, and I bought every one of them. They were that good. <laughs> that and that's that's the point. Is like it got you, and then it gets these players that are, you know, not such whales to possibly open up those. Probably like. I heard you make the comment. There's probably a lot of free-to-play players that were uh, opening up their wallets. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think a lot of free-to-play players lost their free-to-play um, moniker. Icon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After this one, but uh, uh, kudos to you, Winter Brothers. You did a good job with that one. Um, I thought those were. I I don't think there was a single person that thought there was anything bad about those sales. That's what those, we see more of that type of thing. I think you'll see a lot more wallets opening. Yeah, more of this. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, one other piece of breaking news that, I mean, it's literally within a couple of minutes ago. Um, I've been curious, and I know a few of us out there, we've been hearing about possible shard exchange coming, potentially. Um, they mentioned that on the official podcast uh, quite a while ago. And um, one concern that a lot of us have, myself included, was that when you get to Legendary 5, it just says max. So you're worried about your excess shards if this shard exchange ever becomes viable. So I reached out to um, Stanner and asked that, and she confirmed that the game does track it in the back end, so we don't have to worry about it. Oh, that's... You know, I was really concerned about that, so thank you for uh, relieving that concern for me. <laughs> well, there, I mean, there's quite a few people. I know. There's there's some people that have it. It's it's. I'm just being silly because yeah. uh, I'm nowhere near having uh, level 5 maxed out. Well, I only have one, and I, I mean, I, that wasn't the main reason, but that was a minor concern in the background. So just anybody who was concerned about that, don't be concerned. All right. And it's time now for in-depth character analysis with hate. Who are we looking at this week? Uh, this week we'll look at Robin. I know we talked about him a little bit in our breaking news episode. But now that we've had some time to play with them, and as everybody's probably aware by this point, there was a minor nerf to Robin. His uh, 
basically the nerf with that was they reduced the amount of time that strength ups last and how long his invisibility lasts and also he had a stacking invisibility that he had at the beginning um i when we were trying to make, look for the show notes for this i couldn't find the exact changes but overall when he before he was extremely powerful now he's just very good as opposed to brokenly good uh the Legendary order I'd probably go with him would be the order I prefer is four two one three five, but a lot of people like to have his silence, so they would prefer to take his three first. In that case, I would go three four two one five, and then with his skills, I'd probably go one three four two five. With most of his skills being pretty important, so you don't want to leave any maybe his leadership and his two you could probably leave off and still have him be pretty effective. Um, but I would recommend taking. One, three, four, and two up with your uh, precious blue hope. There was a really awesome insight and discussion written by Legoman311 on Reddit. And I will include a link to that in the show notes as well. Um, he pretty much, we, I agreed with everything he said on this. So I'm using his guide as uh, some of my talking points through this. But Robin's actually a pretty strong character. I use him as my preferred physical character in a lot of builds. And he pairs awesome with Clayface. Clayface on turn one will turn him invisible. And then you can cast his invisibility buff and get a bunch of strength ups. And then he'll have that extra crit bonus <clears throat> if you take the legendary on his basic. With his legendary order, his first skill that I recommend upgrading is his shadow meld. Legendary effect um, allows him to gain all that extra turn meter. Um, it, it causes, I'm sorry, excuse me. Whenever he kills, whenever you kill anyone, he'll use his um, two on on death. So then he'll get those strength ups every time you kill someone. So he kind of he starts building up really fast. Before the nerf, he would build up and he would just keep building up, building up, building up, and you could just annihilate whole teams, which was evidenced by my defense log when he first came out and I geared him out. Um, the second ability you want to go with, um, if you didn't take his silence initially, would be his number two. The legendary effect allows him to gain one strength up and one crit chance up per invisibility buff on the team. So whenever um, Clayface has invisibility, you'll gain a whole bunch of strength ups and a whole bunch of crit ups. So that allows him to just hit like a Mack truck very early in the match. Uh, next, you want to go with his ambush, which is his basic. The legendary upgrade on that um, gives him a 50% chance to gain invisibility and increases his crit damage if the target is silenced. So a lot of times if you open with the silence on an enemy or you have a character that provides silence, it will make him do extra crit damage. And then he also turns invisibility invisible again after attacking. So really strong ability. And his leadership I haven't found to be quite as good. Um, and certain teams it works okay. And a lot of times if you're running a Clayface team, you don't have anyone um, else who has a leadership ability. So it can be useful. But it only works if your teammates get hit with a critical and Clayface doesn't has crit immunity so doesn't really have any synergy there but it does for the rest of your team so if you're using that combo not so good but with other characters such as Batman CC or Catwoman or some other or even Mirror Master who gains buffs from gains additional power from invisibility very strong character I really like him I'm having a lot of fun with him how about you slow yeah, I uh, obviously was disappointed with his nerf, but I, it, it was something that was needed. He was way overpowered, uh, and he was probably going to break the game, as you mentioned. So I think the nerf was probably just about right. He's still pretty powerful. I still, uh, as a go-to red, even on teams that he doesn't necessarily have the synergy with, I, I like throwing him on there as my red because I know he's going to bring 
some damage. Um, so yeah, I, I, I enjoy it. And he's just a fun character to play with. I like his kit. Uh, next up we have Mirror Master. I'm really having a good time with Mirror Master, especially paired with Clayface. That seemed to make him really tick. Um, we'll go into that a little bit more in depth with Zethaman, who had a really interesting Reddit post talking about his different abilities. And um, there's also a great insight and discussion listed on Reddit, very recent by Mr. Zubaz. Um, there'll be links to all both of those in the show notes as well. Legendary order, and I would say the preferred order that most people agree on for him would be 54123. And um, his skill order would be 15432. And now, joining Hate is Sethoman to break down Mirror Master. All right, everyone. I have Sethoman here from the Reddit forums. He's a longtime gamer and had a post about Mirror Master I thought was really interesting, so we decided to have him on to talk about it. Sethoman, um, if you want to share your Mirror Master thoughts and maybe a little bit about a quick uh, background about you. Well, where can we start? I would like. First of all, to apologize if I have offended anyone in the forums. If I come across as, as confrontational or rude, it is not really my intention. It's just that I have a very, very low tolerance of whining about video games because I have been a player, uh, a video game player for over 35 years. Almost literally, I have heard all the whining anybody has any business listening to. That said, uh, I'd like to start pointing out that this month or this week, Heroic Challenge, Mirror Master, is not a new friendly tomb, but it's very powerful in the right compositions. It's a tomb that specializes in control. He has a skill that takes turn meter off the opponent, and actually it's a non-damaging skill that debuff the opponent with four slowdowns and takes meter off at the same time. He also has uh, a passive that works on his Alice turn uh, that puts two slowdowns at a fixed uh, percentage every time an ally takes a turn and performs an action. And the interesting part about him is that when it's his turn again, if everybody on the enemy team has a slowdown debuff, he performs uh, an AoE attack that is also special damage. So he has affinity over most of the strikers in the game because every striker in the game has low intelligence, so they cannot defend against the special damage attack. And that's what makes Mirror Master very fun to play. He is one of my favorite characters from the comics. He's actually a legacy character. He's the second Mirror Master in the Flash comics. And he got his gear and the nickname and, and all his gimmick from the original Mirror Master, and so far he's one of the core roles, the, the other two being Captain Cold and Captain Boomerang. That's, uh, that's what, what the roles will be right now. It's Captain Boomerang, Captain Cold, who is the leader, uh, Mirror Master, and who am I forgetting? Uh, heatwave. Yeah, but, but Heatwave is not... Uh, yeah, not original. Yeah, he's not as, as featured in the in the old comics. He uh, he's been featured again since the new Fifty Two stuff happened. But but he was kind of on the side. Oh, and there are other roles uh, that are famous, but not as as prominent uh, as the captains, uh, Mirror Master, and oh, the Trickster. Oh yes, yeah. Those those are the big ones. The 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 original roles and. 
And I was amazed that he was included from day one because really Mirror Master is uh, kind of an obscure character in the Flash comics. Uh, he's, he's not usually seen working solo. Well, when Wally West was the Flash, uh, the roles were kind of on the side too because they reached an agreement that if they didn't commit crimes in Central City, then Flash doesn't get involved. But anyways, I'm, I'm digressing. Um, now, you mentioned in your post about Clayface and how much you like that combination. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, yes. And, and thank you for reminding that. I, I didn't have time to make notes. A lot of players, especially new ones, ask about what synergies or what are good synergies for, for tombs to work together. Synergy is not just uh, putting tombs together that are that have the same characteristic, for example, that they are all the same affinity or all are fast or all are healers. That's another type of, of team building. Synergy means that a skill you use with any tune has an effect that is advantage to you for another tune in your same team. And this is what Clayface brings for Mirror Master. Because up until Clayface was released, uh, what, I, what I used to call the obnoxious slowdown team was Captain Cold as a leader, Killer Frost as a teammate, any other tune that that has a slowdown, and Mirror Master. Yeah, I saw that one. And if you try to do that, you end up with green heavy teams or teams that are all heavy because almost every tune that has slowdown is green. I think the only one before Clayface, the only one that wasn't green that has a slowdown is Poison Ivy. Yeah. So Poison Ivy is slower than Mirror Master, even than Maxi Gear. So it, it doesn't work uh, as a true synergy. Because if you want to exploit Mirror Master AOE skill, which is a passive, you cannot trigger on purpose because on top of being a passive, it has a 61% chance uh, at max skill level. You need every other tune with, uh, that is working with Mirror Master to be faster than him. So they take turns, activate his first passive that puts the slowdowns at random on enemies, and then Mirror Master goes and activates or, or tries to activate the AOE. Now, Clayface is both faster than Mirror Master but has an AOE slowdown. Even though it's only one turn, even, yeah, if, you, even if you don't use any other tune except Clayface and Mirror Master, Clayface always goes before Mirror Master. So you use the AOE and you have the perfect setup try and use the, a- the Mirror Master AOE on round one. And not only that, but because the way Clayface works, he makes Mirror Master invisible on his turn and puts a lot of defense on him so he's not as squishy. And from there, you can do anything with Mirror Master. You can choose to use his basic to kill or, or try to one-shot one red or heavily damage one, one green tune, and he gets a chance to use the AoE. Or you can cast the invisibility on Clayface again, so when Clayface turn comes again after he, he loses his taunt, he taunts automatically. Or you can use the debuff on Mirror Master on any other tune to make him even slower, and you still get a chance to get an AoE. So in, because even if you work with Cat and Cold, Killer Frost, and let's say Reverse Flash or, or Bizarro, 
both have both are faster than Mirror Master, and all of those tunes can put the slowdowns through a skill aim that that works on top of the of Mirror Master passive. Usually, you end up having to waste Mirror Master turn using the debuff because one enemy uh, has dropped the, whatever slowdowns he had because of the duration of the debuff. And that's what Clayface uh, accomplishes. He is faster than Mirror Master, but not so fast that he goes uh, before any tune in the enemy team. Because what are you facing usually? You are facing Deathstroke, which is faster than Mirror Master. You are facing, well... Power Clan or Power yes, or any combination of blues. Uh, Wonder Woman DOJ, Wonder Woman POT, uh, which I usually... I'm just using those names because that's the names they have in the forums. But you usually just classify the Wonder Woman as champion, Princess and Defender. Yep. Uh, it, it's easier for me to, to remember. Uh, reverse Flash, Flash, any of the arrows. People that, that are so fast that, for example, if if Killer Frost uses his first, her third skill on, on any tomb, by the time Mirror Master has his turn, it's already gone away. Where, um, yeah, that's and where that's, um, Clayface and is that's definitely, Clayface definitely the perfect combo. For him. Because the other way both Master and Clayface are faster than the slower tombs that can kill them. They are both faster than Satana. They're faster than Enchantress. They're faster than Salomon Grundy. They're faster than Doomsday, I think. Or at least uh, Clayface is faster than Doomsday. And who else is there? They're faster than Bane. And if anybody escapes you, uh, here's the thing. For example, you have two fast tombs, like Steppenwolf, Wonder Woman Princess, Clayface, and Mirror Master. Steppenwolf and Wonder Woman take their turns before Clayface. So you already have two chances to put the slowdowns through the passive. And then Clayface come around. There is a, there is a passive activation on Clayface turn. So you already uh, spread three or six slowdowns. And then Clayface puts two more slowdowns on everybody else. So there are, are at least two turns with four slowdowns. And you have a chance, because the the master passive is random, that all three slowdowns landed on the fastest uh, character on the enemy team. That's the control that Mirror Master grants you when you pair him with faster teammates. Yeah, it's a really, really, really good combo. And, it was in, and having Clayface paired with Mirror Master allows you to have any two other tombs as long as they are faster than Clayface and Mirror Master. Because Clayface also makes all of his teammates invisible at the start of the fight. And he's taunting. So unless, unless there is a Red Robin or a Superboy on the enemy team, they cannot bypass the taunt. Hal Jordan cannot, be, cannot porch the taunt because it's protected by 10 uh, agility odds. Yeah, really but then Catwoman removes the taunt because it takes everything away. But the other three tools are invisible. Yep. And Catwoman might as well be the recipient of six slowdowns on round one, plus the AOE. So it's, it's going to get really interesting when we start uh, seeing more L3 or L4 play faces fully upgraded with gear. Because that's the thing with, with his taunt, you have to take play face to level 68, I believe, to extend the duration. That's what people are not thinking right now. Uh, level 68 play face puts those 
ten Achilles heels for two turns. It had two turns. It had turn. And then, if well, if everything goes your way, the enemy team is gonna have slowdowns of their bot, and now you are faster than than all of them. And and if you keep killing guys on the enemy team, there are less targets for the random for the random slowdowns, and they start piling up and. <laughs> And just like it happened to to Ogre with his Chemo versus the World, where where he tried to tackle the uh, the last node of the Master Event with just Chemo, <laughs> and he got like uh, I think it was 15 slowdowns. Uh, that happens. That happens with uh, with Middle Master. Was way yeah, way, far, way much higher. Much higher. Yeah. So so he's not really uh, a new friendly tune, but if you already have the uh, well, if you already have Clayface and you're going to have him L2 or above, you can take his Taunt upgrade. And I, I took the AOE overheal, and, it's, and it's, it's not a lot, but it can save his butt. By the time he, he takes the AOE, he's near death, and all his teammates are already visible, so, so he doesn't get his cheat, his cheat death. And so that's, that overheal... Can can save his butt. It, yep. It's held my, my my own clay face right now. It's gear seven, I think. So he's still not faster than Mirror Master, but but that overheal helps him helps him a lot. So by the time uh, by next month, when we start seeing clay faces at level 64, 66, or or 68 fully geared, then it's gonna be noticeable. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen a whole even in the top 100 ranks. Yeah. Hey, hate mail. You got any change? What do you need change for? I want to go to the store and buy a candy bar. <sighs> so fat. Hey, man, why don't you take that money and use it on something with a lot more value? Like, what could I get for a dollar? You could become a patron of We Are Legends and get a free bonus episode every month. Really? That sounds so valuable. You will even get extended interviews and blooper reels. Maybe from this skit, even. That sounds swell. I'm going to sign up today. But seriously, do you do you have a candy bar laying around? <laughs> and now the interview you've been waiting for, Ogre Barbarian is going to give us everything he can about his visit to Warner Brothers Studios San Francisco. And now what you've all been waiting for, the man, the myth, the legend, Ogre Barbarian. Got to visit Warner Brother Games San Francisco Studios, where DC Legends is created. Um, he went on February 7th and posted a great post about it on Reddit. But, of course, we're going to try to see just how tight his NDA is and see if we can squeeze a little information out of him. And with that, Ogre, if you want to give us a – just a, tell us exactly what happened with you on that tour. All right. So, yeah, my day started off. I got up. Left the house, same time I would if I was going to work or anything. I went over to my mom's. She took me down to the BART station in Dublin. And then from there, I caught the train into San Francisco. Uh, from there, I walked about half a mile from the station to the studio. Uh, I actually got there about an hour early. And went up, checked in. I figured I was going to be sitting in reception for an hour. But... Uh, Stanner ended up coming up early and uh, greeting me and took me back and showed me some stuff and the nerd process started already. So I was pretty much nerding out all day. <laughs> uh, awesome. 
<laughs> so pretty early on, they actually got me a device with uh, the March update on it. So I got to play with the new March stuff pretty early on. I didn't play with it a whole lot. I was talking to Stanner for a bunch of the time that I was waiting for the first hour. And then we went to uh, lunch in another room, had some pizza and wings and stuff, and it was pretty good. And during that time frame, uh, one of the guys was showing me a build of the game where you could have more than one character. So more than one of the same character, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually pitted up eight penguins against each other, set their health to one, and <laughs> watched them all explode henshi penguin everywhere. <laughs> it was rather hilarious. <laughs> um, and then I asked him to set up four chemos versus an actual team. And I forget the actual team. I think it was like Red Robin, Power Girl, a bunch of the new characters, basically. And they all took their first turn, and the chemos immediately just went to town and took like eight turns in a row. <laughs> it was hysterical because the enemies never moved for the longest time. And then when they finally did move, they were at like a quarter health. <laughs> <laughs> so they went again. None of the chemos died. One of them was down to like a quarter HP, but the chemos went and took another eight turns. And then when it rotated back around to where the characters could actually move again, they all just died to the amount of bleeds that were on them. It was hysterical. And probably the highlight of my day, as far as that goes. <laughs> uh, after that, after lunch, we went and recorded the official podcast, which I am sad that it still has not dropped yet. Because um, I really kind of want to listen to it. You know, go back over some of the information that we went over in that thing. There was uh, a lot there. Have, regarding that, is, do you know um, if their plan is to start doing those more frequently again? I think so. I think they want to try and get them back up. Well, that's good. That'd be that'd be great to have. Yeah, it's nice hearing yeah. it straight from the, the devs. Yeah, and now I have names and faces to go with everything too, so that's kind of cool. And one thing I'd like to interject real quick: um, if you're li- if you're watching the YouTube version of this, we have some photos and a little bit of brief video of the facility and um, pictures of the development team with their. And they even agreed to allow us to put their names to the pictures, so. You'll see that on the YouTube version as well if you're watching that. Yeah, that was really cool that they let us do that. They had a lot of neat stuff there. You got to uh, check out the statues of different oh, yeah. characters and stuff. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah, the like the like six foot two Batman and the six foot Wonder Woman, and it was pretty awesome. I loved the short video you had uh, sent me that had them showing the, the hallway. Yeah, the hallway with all the pictures of the like the loading yeah, screen. Yeah, that, that was paint. that was epic. Seeing all the different <laughs> artworks that they had in there oh my gosh i, I uh, hope they loved and that to was buy during someday. yeah no seriously but uh that was just during my tour when i first got there and then i put my phone away and i never pulled it back out so <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to take no chances and i asked every time that i recorded hey can i record this and they're like yeah go ahead <laughs> so i wanted to make sure you know everything was nice and squared away so that i could use it if i needed to so and i'm glad we're getting a chance to put it up on somewhere so too so yeah. Uh, but anyway, after the podcast, uh, I kind of got some time to myself, and uh, I got to go play the uh, March version a little, bit, a little bit more with the new characters, and they look like a lot of fun, just from the little bit I got to play with them. They're going to be amazing and a lot of fun to play with. So now, I know you can't say anything in particular about these characters, but on when you would rank this month coming up to previous months, how would you say it stacks up? People are going to be excited. <laughs> People are going to be really happy, really excited. It's it's a good one, <laughs> so it, it's going to be really really good. Uh, as far as like overall in the grand scheme of things, I actually I actually might put it at number one. Hmm. I honestly really? I honestly think people are going to be really excited for it. 
Wow. Well, I'm, I'm, now you're having me extra excited for March. <laughs> I, I want to go visit Warner Brothers Studios so I can be super excited for the launch, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, if you lived like two hours away like I do, that'd be one thing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm pretty sure that's actually the only reason I was able to go is because I live so close. Well, you did have a little bit to do with helping being a major part of creating a social media platform for them that has over 4,000 people. So I'm pretty sure uh, that's, that's fair. appreciative of that as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and, we, and we talked about that. We talked about that too, and like, you know, they appreciate everything that we do as podcasters and content creators. And apparently, they read all the stuff, they watch all our videos, listen to all our podcasts. Both uh, we are legends and oddsmen, so like they're fans of us just as much as we are of the game. So cool. And that that, that cool. was really cool to find out. That that does intimidate me and slow beast a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they love you guys, so I don't know what you're intimidated about. Cool. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. But after I got to play with the March content um, a little bit more, I went over into another room and we uh, met for like half an hour and just had a lot of feedback session. They had questions for me. I had questions for them. Uh, I gave my thoughts on the eventual Kimmel rework, you know, and they were kind of enthused about that because I'm such an avid fan for him. Well, and they seem like they're big Kimmel fans as well. So Yeah, they are. They one, are. They one are. Their, yeah, uh, one of their first pod episodes, they talked about him. So yeah, they're very supportive of the Big Green Blob. Like they know he needs a rework eventually. They're just not sure when because he's also in a pretty decent spot right now. Like he's not the worst, obviously. No. So and I've obviously gone out of my way to kind of prove that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then after that, they took me out, and I you know went back home. So I didn't get home till like eight thirty. <laughs> totally worth it. Oh yeah, totally. Totally. Well, let me ask you some um, questions taken directly from your Reddit post. Um, just some of the questions that you asked and then answered yourself. But we'll go ahead and ask them for the sake of the people that don't don't explore Reddit or didn't have a chance to see it. Uh, first right. question that we had on here was, when will we have new PVE story content? It is coming. They're not really sure when. They just know it's not going to be this first quarter here. Like they they want to bring us new PVE. It's it's going to happen eventually. They're just not sure when. But you wrote in here also specifically, it will happen this year. So they're pretty confident yes. they'll be able to get that out. They're, they're pretty confident they'll get it out this year. It's just not going to happen in this first quarter. Okay. At least. That's good, that's so. good news to hear because I know mm -hmm. that's one yeah. thing I'm, I'm really looking forward to. But also, uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other morning whenever I was really rushed for the day. I was like, if there's too much more PVE content, I don't know if I could finish it all in the day. So <laughs> while I do want the big raids and big. You don't want to finish it all in a day, though, do you? True. I, I'm hoping it's more like a week long, like something I can chip away at during the entire week. It's not something I have to finish. Right. Every yeah. Day. Um, yeah. It's kind of kind of what I'm hoping to. The next question you had on here was, "What will the hangar bay be used for?" So it's actually kind of funny, but Red Alert was originally supposed to be out of the hangar bay. They ended up deciding to create a new widget for it and created the little globe that we have now for it. So, but they do eventually plan to put something in there. All right, and then the question you asked was, when is Martian Manhunter coming? Eventually. He will come eventually. <laughs> uh, apparently, a lot of characters that people have requested, they know, you know, they understand. They're just as big of fans as we are. They want to see the same characters that we do. It's just sometimes the kit is a little harder to, you know, get to work right, or the model doesn't look right, or something like that. And, you know, they just they want to make sure it's perfect before they introduce it. 
you also asked about the bug situation and what's going on with all the bugs in the game. Yeah, like the players report so many bugs that they know that there are bugs and they do the best that they can to you know clean up these bugs as fast as they can. And a lot of times they'll fix bugs that a lot of players didn't even know about, you know? So like, just keep reporting them as you find them, but be as specific as you can so that they can find them easier and, you know, hopefully dial it down to what actually is the root of the problem. The more specific you are, the better it is for them. Mm-hmm. And also you wrote in there, will there be a shard exchange system? It is something they know is a, issue at this point people are starting to get to that point where they have way too many shards of characters and are way past l5 and they know they want to get it in there they're just not sure what yet and then the next question you would ask was why is there so much of the bat family so originally february was not intended to be a bat month it was not uh apparently something happened with who they had originally intended to release for february and they had to push those characters back so they had to rush out these characters, but you know they got them right, I think, so it was good enough. But originally, it was not supposed to be a bad family month, again. <laughs> Would it be possible to get the character screen to show cooldowns on moves? I remember asking that one, and I think it's in the official podcast, and I honestly cannot remember for the life of me what the answer was. <laughs> okay, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. You had a lot to take I think in. it was a yes, but I can't remember specifically what the answer was. And the next question we had is, how, how are they selecting the reworks? What's making them choose those? There's a, a combination of different factors uh, between who needs it, who fits the theme, you know, stuff like that. So there's a combination of factors that go in. Um, you did mention on here, too, and I shared to the audience, is that going forward, they didn't want to repeat, I guess, what happened with Dr. Fate and Joker, if you want to get into that a little yes. bit. They, they understand that people are not fans of losing certain parts of a kit. You know, obviously Dr. Fate no longer has the massive AOE uh, destruction of everybody. Uh, he does still have a, a special attack that goes off, but it's not the same. It does not feel the same. And people were upset about it. Uh, the same thing happened with Joker. He kind of lost his uh, bleed functionality and people were kind of upset. So going forward, they definitely want to leave every aspect of the kit that makes the character the character alone and just improve the kit rather than actually alter it. Um, let me also, I had asked in the in-game forums, because a lot of these people don't go on Reddit, um, uh-huh. just to ask you some questions that you may or may not be able to answer. So they actually sure. had a, quite a few good ones. So I figured we'd just kind of run through this. Sure. Um, First question, and I'm just going to ask you as we go along, and we'll edit out the ones that are crappy. But um, <laughs> does, does he think that? Well, there, what there's he, no crappy question. Uh, there are there are yes, crappy there questions, and I'll give you. <laughs> Fair enough. It says, um, he says, I, I know you already did this interview. Actually, we hadn't yet, Nekfu. But um, we're going to ask you: <laughs> Does he think that? Does he think with that, what he saw or heard from the studio, that there is enough content coming to get excited about to keep us interested in the game or to get players to come back that have may have already quit? Or is this the same two characters, two rework cycle for the foreseeable future? Okay. So <laughs> I'm only allowed you, you got your to tip, answer tap, this so your much. Tap dancing shoes on? <laughs> I'm only allowed to answer this so much. There is a lot of exciting things happening. And I am very excited about okay. what is coming. That's, uh, a, that's a good answer. There's, these, guys, these guys have a lot planned. A lot. 
I saw content planned out for the next year. These guys are not in this for the short haul. Do not think by any means that this is a cash grab and ditch. They have every intention of making this game last as long as possible. Well, that, that's, that's great to hear, especially for somebody who's invested as much resources, time, and energy as I have. Uh, right, next yeah. question. I know you're not going to know or give the answer, but I'll ask it anyway. Will they add El Diablo in the future? Really think he'd be a worthy tune. <laughs> I honestly have no idea. He's, he's not one that I would know about. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got a few of these. <laughs> remember, the, remember when we said uh, there's no bad questions? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if one out of every three child born in the world is Asian. Uh, this is not a real kid, question. This is not that? a real question. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. I swear to God, it's a real question. It's from somebody I actually talk to on here a lot. He's actually pretty funny. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> if one out of every three child born in the U.S. is Asian, and you already have two kids, what then? <laughs> then you're still gonna have the same kind of child you already do. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's I like. I like how you tried to answer it seriously. <laughs> well, it's one. Of, it's definitely one of those trick questions. The funny guy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not how statistics work, but okay. <laughs> K asks, when will the new PVE content get released? You don't know. I already answered. I'm not 100% sure when. This year, not the first quarter. The next question from Pop Zickle. Zick, Zickly. Zickly. I apologize. I'm pronouncing these wrong. What if you... Wait. What if I told you Ogre is secretly Seth Rogen? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. That is a joke that has been going around since, I believe, podcast episode one or two, because I had a cold, and I sounded a little bit more like Seth Rogen. Yeah, I remember that. That, that cracked me up. <laughs> I am not actually Seth Rogen. You've seen pictures of me now. Yeah, there you go. That ruins that. <laughs> yep. Oh. Debunked. Hate mail. Can you, can you crop him out and put Seth Rogen's face on him in the pictures? I will. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you guys. I will. When we start talking about this part, I'm actually going gonna, gonna to put that. <laughs> from NYJT3. Does DC Legends have plans or thoughts on adding legendary raids to get characters like Darkseid or Trigon in? I am not sure. We hope so. I, I still hope so, too, but I, ha I, don't, I don't know anything about that, unfortunately. Yeah, Dark Darkseid feels like a... You know, instead of a oh, yeah. dark Necron. side Trigon, Brainiac, yeah, like be, be... they're all kind of that same level of evil. Yeah, exactly. Like, they almost feel like they should either be another campaign or that it definitely should be the legendary event. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with that. So, uh, next one from Matthew X. Where's Constantine? Question mark. You don't know. I, yeah. I how do you? Don't... How would you do Constantine though? <laughs> I mean, he's a really cool character, but like, it would. Have I to guess be he, he'd be mystical thing. and. I don't, yeah, I don't just know. Like dark. They, yeah, like, I mean, he's definitely like, one of those characters that obviously a lot of people have asked, and it's like I said before, it's like they know. Yeah, <laughs> they know that he's a very highly desired character, and they are trying to get it right before they put him out. This is from our buddy Joker, who was recently on our podcast, CP yep. Joker OC. Um, <laughs> actually, it's pretty funny too. He said next month is green. Now that being said, a lot of fans are excited, thinking Martian Manhunter. Without confirming who is in next month, can he tell us? If the Martian Manhunters fans will be disappointed in March. 
<laughs> How can I answer this without confirming or denying? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I think you just answered it. I don't understand the question. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't answer that and still not answer it. Like, <laughs> there's a huge amount of responses on this that are really funny. You got to actually go into this thread. <laughs> Which uh, you said it's an in-game one... forum. <laughs> yeah, this is the in-game forum. Um, the next one's from. I Wing need to Wait. figure that out at some point. Yeah, it took me a little while, but it's it's actually entertaining. Um, Wing Wainson. Oh man, <laughs> he's got he's got six questions. <laughs> he he really went all out. Are we ever going to switch between legendary and normal looks characters? I actually curious about that one. The toggle switch. Yeah, I yeah, was there any mention? Don't of that? know. <clears throat> I don't know. I know it gets talked about a lot, but I have no idea. That would be cool. Is there a possibility that we get to reset our legendary points? Again, I know it's been talked about in the community a lot, and I have honestly no idea. And this one's these are not, outside. These aren't questions that I ask personally because I don't care personally. So, <clears throat> gotcha. Um, this is just a question for you, and I can. <laughs> What's your favorite viable tank team, speed team, bleed team, or any special team combination? Well. <laughs> I think we kind of hit the nail on the head last week exploring Clayface with the, the tank team. Yep. With uh, Ares, Bane, Clayface, and uh, who was it? Who was the fourth? Bane. Why am I not forgetting, remembering the last person? Wasn't It was Grundy. Oh, Doomsday. It Grundy. Or it was Doomsday. Okay. Yeah, Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And Grundy. I swapped those in and out. Yeah, like both of the, all five of those guys are kind of where you want to be at for the all-tank team. For the all-bleed team... Oh, man. Like, I use a bleed roster, so I have seven characters that fluidly move in and out of different positions, depending on who I'm facing. So, I could go on this topic for a long time. I will not. <laughs> uh, no, I personally... Think... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I personally prefer Cheetah Lead with Lobo, Camo, and Siren. Hmm. It's probably one of my more fun teams. Although, to be fair, Aquaman, I just got him to L2 and picked up his basic upgrade, and oh my gosh, that makes a huge difference when he gains 92% yeah. meter because of his thing and Cheetah's leadership. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he he, when good. I was running a bleed team, he actually made it viable. Even whenever I was facing Deathstroke, I had those alliance mission where he it was like a bleed roster, and I was running him as lead, and it actually, I couldn't believe it, it was like steamrolling through it. Not yeah, Aquaman is totally usable. He's totally worthwhile if you guys pick him up in the Alliance shop. Um, next one, I almost, I almost wonder if this is a troll question. <laughs> top thirty viable <laughs> overpower characters. <laughs> like top uh, thirty? Uh, really? Yeah, top thirty. There's, that's uh, like half the uh, roster in the game. <laughs> yeah, there's only, there's only seventy seven characters. Yeah. <laughs> what? Then, then, what? 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 Oh, I'm not answering that. I wonder yeah. if he means like in the DC universe. Yeah, either way, 30 uh, That's still a I'm lot still of... There's so many I'll characters. I'll give you my top three, maybe, but I'm not giving you top 30. All right, top three, go ahead. Top three overpowered? Nobody. Okay. Nobody's <laughs> overpowered right now, I don't think. Yeah, I'd have um, to agree. Number five, can we get another Batman? I know there's three of them, but really like to see Thomas Wayne, Batman Beyond. Um, be yeah, cool. some of those would be cool. I... I don't know if Terry McGinnis or Thomas Wayne will ever get in, but it would be cool. Can we have some old characters rework their looks? New characters just look too good that make the old characters look lame. I don't anticipate the artwork changing. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'd want that anyway. I mean, I don't either. Like, I'm used to the way they look. I, I want them to keep the way they are. Especially Kemo. I mean, leave Kemo alone, damn it. Yeah. I just, 
I, I had to laugh because the response to this six-part question was, this dude trying to put people to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a spark plug and a human resources lady. Oh, oh you know, think... it, it's actually, it's Pam. I'm sorry. Well, Pam. No, my name is Pam. Are you saying Pan or Pam? I'm saying Pam. Yeah, I'm sorry, who is this gentleman sitting behind you? Hello, Ms. Lady. We'd like to thank our new patron, Gary Simos. And thank you very much, Garasimos. We really appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Join us next week when we will have an interview with the famous YouTuber, Phonetic Jalapeno, as well as more with our new player segment. We'll see you then. Do you like the show? Consider becoming a patron and get a special show each month, our special Q&A episode. It's only a dollar to have access to this. Check it out at patreon.com. We are our legends. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything? <laughs>